0: Hey there, guys and gals, Hepcats, Cool Kittens, friends and foes. Good morning, Multiverse. This is the Back of the Cereal Box podcast. (laughs) I feel like I'm a little bit discombobulated this morning. 2020 has been a rough year, but we're going to look at what was best this year and what we're looking forward to in the coming year, and we're going to do that right now. (laughs) Hey there, guys and gals. Welcome back to the Back of the Cereal Box podcast. I am your host, the prophet of pop culture, John B. Pika, but you can call me Johnny. And if you know anything about me, Star Wars movies and Avengers comic books made me who I am today. And I am joined by my lovely and talented, cute as can be, adorable co-host, the gamer girl, Aubrey Brewer. How you doing, Aubrey?
1: I'm good. I'm trying to wake up.
0: <laughs> well, wake up! I know. I I did actually struggle a little bit this morning. Um, so um, yeah, so I got you. Dee has said she will not be joining us this morning. Now she said that before, but we'll we'll see. We will see. Um, she's uh, got a birthday today for one of her daughters, and um, I told her, well, that's why we do this at eight a.m. So you can get this out of the way and have all day with your family. But um, for those of you who are just joining us live uh, this morning, here's how this works. Uh, We're going to sit down with a big bowl of our favorite breakfast cereal, or in my case, something brand new that I'm trying for the first time today. And um, we invite you guys to join us on the couch in the virtual living room as we talk about the cool things in geek pop culture, in particular, our best and worst uh, or our best of 2020. Um, We're going to be positive about 2020 and then we're going to talk about what we're going to look forward to in 2021. And as you guys are watching, you can post comments, interact with us, and we will react to those comments and uh, answer your questions. And um, yeah, so uh, Aubrey, do you got a bowl of cereal with you this morning? Mm -hmm.
1: I do not. My stomach oh, wasn't feeling well. I shouldn't you, even be drinking coffee, but I need something. I haven't felt well since yesterday.
0: That's not. That's not good. But you look good. Thank you. <laughs> so Aubrey is a Twitch streamer, gamer girl, and you can see her Twitch handle right there: Aubrey X1 or Aubrey Times One. So uh, make sure you check out her Twitch stream and uh, see what new games she's playing or whatnot. Now, this morning, I have caramel apple jacks, and they don't smell real good. I'm just going to be honest. You, you Have you ever had a caramel apple?
1: I have, but those don't look like they would smell good.
0: <laughs> they smell exactly like a caramel apple. Um. that's bad? But but with a slight tinge of chemical.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Now, I I say this every episode that we do. When I was a kid, we didn't have an iPad or iPhone at the breakfast table. So we had the back of the cereal box. This one is great. This one has the the caramel. Welcome to the caramel for caramel or caramel. And it's got all these great games and puzzles on it. And um, so if you're a kid sitting at the breakfast table watching cartoons or, you know, cartoons aren't on yet, your mom and dad have the news on, uh, you're getting ready for school, that cereal box is going to be epic. So uh, we're going to try this, and I'm going to give you my on-air review. Um, let us see. Mm. I got I, I to gotta get – you know the milk to permeate it just a little bit
1: i usually like mine still a little crispy i don't know i'm weird i don't like it to be dissolved in the milk
0: all right so it doesn't taste exactly like it smelled um and and it doesn't really taste like apple jacks at least not what i remember apple jacks tasting like this has um a little bit more of a fruity flavor but We're going to go on with it. We got five viewers watching. Hey guys, if you're watching, StreamYard doesn't tell us who is watching. So go ahead and post us a comment and let us know that you're watching just so that we can say hi to you. Um, That would be great.
1: And I will say that the last time I tried to stream was the other night, and I need my TV replaced really bad. And that's what I'm going to do this afternoon. I got the worst headache because I was trying to play Call of Duty. And there was a black reticle, and I don't get headaches, but um,
0: <laughs> what's a reticle?
1: Uh, it's the dot where you're aiming down on the down the sights. Oh, oh,
0: okay, yeah, 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 okay.
1: And it wasn't a colored one, so on my TV screen, I couldn't see it. I you probably saw on Instagram where I posted a picture of my TV screen. And there's a big, huge black spot on it. Um. Anyway, I got the worst throbbing headache trying to focus on it, and then I couldn't even play the rest of the game because the campaign has copyright songs back-to-back. They're all really good songs, but uh, I, I'm not trying to get a DMCA strike. But uh, anyway, if anybody sees that that's my only VOD, that's the reason why I was have That was like my worst night, probably.
0: Well, um, so... Have you been reading about the new legislation that just got passed? Uh, About
1: the DMCA?
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's why I was
1: really really, um, upset about that is because most of the time that's an accident and games will play copyright songs and people will get DMCA DMCA striked for those accidents. So does that mean that everybody's going to – get charged with a felony, and go to jail now? hmm
0: Well. It's ridiculous. It's not the music in the game anymore. It is now the actual game.
1: No. What?
0: Yeah. yeah. So um, the, the people who were behind the legislation were all the record labels, all the movie studios, and all the major game manufacturers. Now, there are ways around, and the law isn't in effect yet, It'll right. take a while to phase in, and there are going to be a lot of people who are going to fight against it. But it was written specifically to shut down Twitch streamers because they're
1: against Jeff Bezos because yeah, and, Amazon and, owns it. Mm-hmm. Well,
0: and and Twitch game uh, Twitch D Days, um, and to shut down uh, the, these reaction videos where they're playing clips of copyrighted songs, clips of copyrighted TV shows and movies and doing reactions and making money using copyrighted material.
1: That reminds me, I have to change my um, alerts because I have just a 10 second clip of a song playing as my donation alert. And, um, um, I think it's like a 70s song. So most people probably wouldn't even recognize it unless they watch Jojo, the anime, but it's an anime that plays a lot of, uh, 70s music. So yeah, anyway, watched, that was,
0: we watched that here in the house.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. That's one of my so,
0: favorites. Carlin Stewart says, morning guys, better living through chemistry or via chemistry. That's right. And my good friend, Lynn Edwards popped in and said, hi, John. Hi, Lynn. Glad you guys are watching. Um, So, um, yeah, so, Aubrey, that's what's going on with that uh, legislation that was just passed. And, um, you know, that's why (laughs) we we use only original or um, original music on this show or uh, uh, royalty free music. And I still get strikes. Um, I have to edit out the music that we use for our theme song. And the music in our commercials, I have to edit it out of the audio version that gets posted to Spotify because Spotify will not uh, accept the podcast with our original music in it.
1: I can see that being a pain. Um, Someone said, um, this big guy on YouTube, he um, was saying when he was talking about the DMCA strike thing he brought up cyberpunk as an example because they have a streamer mode where you can it'll turn off the copyright music but even then you can still get a DMCA strike.
0: Well, that's right. So, here's we're not going to get into the weeds on it here because there's still a lot of dissecting of the law but obviously Basically yeah. basically it comes down to this is that you can get permission from the people who own those copyrights to use it. And as long as you can document that you either are paying the royalties or that you have documented permission, you're good. But this will change the, uh, the landscape of YouTube, of Twitch, uh, quite a bit. So um, anyway, now, Aubrey, you missed our Christmas loot episode because at and was down because of the, uh, the terrorist bombing in Nashville. Um, did you get anything really good that you weren't able to share with us?
1: I was thinking about it last night. I was like, I wonder if he's going to bring it up or if we're going to have time. I okay, did get I a lot I'm of ready. good... Here's one thing I got. <laughs> it's a bitty oh. Boomer. It actually plays really loud. Um, yeah. that I got a lot of Grow Goose stuff.
0: So is that a USB speaker?
1: Uh, well, it's a USB to charge, but it's Bluetooth. Hmm. It's the cutest. That's what I meant. Yeah, sorry. Um, I got a Grogu. uh, um, So weird saying Grogu instead of Baby Yoda. Um, What do you call Uh, Koozie? And so cute. You might. I mean, I should have had it ready, but um, and then I also got a controller holder. It's the coolest thing. Actually, let me go grab that. Okay. That that one is worth grabbing.
0: Well, now while she's doing that, last week we did our Christmas loot episode, and Carlin Stewart says BMI is going to love the fee increase. That's right. They are. Oh, that's a cool uh, game holder. And ASCAP also, yes. And um, that's what this is all about, Carlin, is getting people, artists, and the people who created the product making sure that they get paid for their work being used by other people who are getting paid using their work. All right, Aubrey, that's a that's a controller holder?
1: Yeah, I think it's supposed to be just for PS4, but I've managed to make it work for my PS5 controllers, but uh, I'm so, I could not stop staring at this when I first took it out of the box.
0: <laughs> that's fantastic. My Grogu is sitting on the shelf right behind my uh resolute desk in the Houdini room. All right, so while I've been eating this Applejacks caramel cereal, it's gotten better. Um, I didn't think I was gonna like this when I opened the box because I love the smell of cereal in the morning, it smells like victory, but um, as I've as I've gotten into it, I like it more and more so. That's that's going to be a winner. So, any other uh, cool things you got, Aubrey, that you want to bring up? A lot of Grogu stuff. <laughs> a lot of Grogu stuff. Well, I thought I was done with the Christmas loot, um, until the after Christmas sales. Excellent. Nine ninety five at Walgreens. Marvel Legends. This is the silver Iron Man suit that um, John Byrne did um, on his run of Iron Man and uh, West Coast Avengers. Mm. It's my favorite Iron Man suit, actually. And uh, let's see. Um, No, I got to save this one for last. Um, (laughs) This is one that was a uh, GameStop exclusive. So it was really hard to find. I've been looking for this for over a year. And I finally snagged the Superior Octopus. Um, This was when Dr. Octopus was in Peter Peter Parker's body. And he became the Superior Spider-Man. Then Peter Parker came back and he became the Superior Octopus for a minute. And then he died. Um,
1: I actually didn't know about that part. That's pretty cool, though.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, did I did I say Walmart, Carl? I meant Walgreens. Walgreens, all of the Marvel Legends uh, series at Walgreens are clearance nine ninety five.
1: I can't remember if you said Walgreens or not either, but I think Walmart went in my head
0: too. Well, Walmart has a clearance aisle too, and their Marvel Legends figures and Star Wars Black figures are on clearance for eleven bucks, but they've been pretty much picked over. But Walgreens, they don't have the clearance price on the shelf. You don't know that it's only $9.95 until you ring it up. Now, a friend of mine told me that 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 was happening. And I'm telling you guys now that that is happening. So even though it says $19.95 on the shelf, it's $9.99 when you ring it up. Um, Then Target, after Christmas discounts, 40% off. I finally got Luke and Yoda, Oh, the the Dagobah training set. Run, 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 jump. I can be your backpack while you jump. You know that song? No, I don't. (gasps) You don't know? Poke me in the coconut?
1: I don't guess I do know.
0: (laughs) Oh, I wish I had that on a loop. Okay, I'm going to – well, I would get that. Basically, the bad lip-syncing guys did this music video – uh, from Return of the Jedi or from Empire Strikes Back, right. and um, it's so hilarious! Hilarious!
1: I bet it is. You
0: gotta watch it. Poke Sounds like a coconut. goofy song. <laughs> see, 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 Seagull's gonna come pokey in the coconut, and but they did.
1: Star Wars uh, figures and stuff like that. Um, uh, even just little things like I think, um. When the third trilogy came out, someone from when I worked uh, somewhere, we did a secret Santa thing. And um, this older woman did not know what to get me. And someone was like, well, we heard her talking about Star Wars. Get her that. So they got me like these little tiny ships, which I never took them out of the box because I figured maybe one day they'll be worth something.
0: But. Uh-huh.
1: Um, that's how I would be with that. I'm sure you're the same way. Like just because of collector you take them out of the box. Yeah, yeah. I, would, they, I wouldn't be able to.
0: No, these will all be taken out of the box, put on stands and um, and uh, uh, displayed. Scott Hitchcock, my my uh my buddy, he just put Seagulls, stop it now. I feel so ah, out ah, of the ah, loop. Uh ah, uh ah, 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 everybody.
1: Ah! uh. I'm so out of the loop. That's all right.
0: You gotta watch it. (laughs) Seagulls, stop it now! Is the name of the song. Okay. Um, And Scott Hicks Cox says it's such a great song. It is so funny. It is so funny. Um. Then I couldn't believe it. There was this rumor that Target had a big restock after Christmas, and they did, and they did. Grand Admiral Thrawn. Now, here's the funny story behind this. They rang the, they tried to ring this up at the register and it wouldn't come up in the system and it said not available until April 2021.
1: Oh, so they put it out on accident. Someone
0: put it out on the shelf by accident. Oh. And I <laughs> I I negotiated with the manager. I said, "Look, it's on the shelf." It's on the shelf at 19.99, fair. It and, is fair. and it's not my fault that you guys put it out early. And either you you're going to hold it for me until you can sell it, or you're going to let me walk out of it walk out of the store with it right now. And they 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 did sell it to me. So, I mean, that's only fair.
1: Uh, that's just funny. It got uh, put out er, three months, four months early.
0: Yeah, it is. And um, I'd seen that that wave was coming in, in April. Um, so, uh, oh, Scott Hitchcock also wrote, uh, caught that. Yeah, caught that. Uh, and they did. And they did. That's from um, Seagulls stopping now. Basically everything from this point on is gonna be referenced to that music video that you have. I, see
1: I see that. I see I, that. I don't know how I haven't seen this uh, infamous video.
0: Will Aubrey watch Siegel stop it now after the show? It says outlook good. The magic eight ball has spoken.
1: How does the eight ball just doubt have that much doubt in me?
0: No, it says Outlook good. good. Oh, I thought you said good. not
1: look does not look good. I was like,
0: what? Now you would think that that would be the end of the Christmas loot. I look. I I didn't think I'd have anything to show this morning until two days ago. This is a book, Mighty Avengers Dark Rain hardcover, just came out, but it was already on sale at forty percent off at the uh, at the comic book shop that we went to yesterday. This is in my top five favorite Avengers arcs, Mm -hmm. um, written by Dan Slott, by art by uh, Koi Fam. Um, And if you listen to our audio podcast on iTunes or Spotify, uh, last week we posted um, that you know my top five favorite Avengers story arcs, and this is one of them. And they packaged the whole thing in a hardcover edition, and I am so happy. And Scott Hitchcock, he knows, he says, all praise the magic eight ball and its predictive powers. Scott is uh kind of like me. He is a retired magician, but he is, <laughs> he, is, he is one of the best that ever was in the world. He is awesome. Um, and now he's um, doing other stuff and, and killing it. And um, I love you, Scott. We need to... Connect. You know, one of my goals this year, Aubrey, and we're going to do this today, we're going up to Louisville, mm-hmm. is to travel more with friends and family. And I know that you can't go with us today, but um, I'm going to start giving you more advanced warning. Um, this was a last minute trip, but we're going to go up to JB Magic Shop today and um, do a spotlight on their shop for um, our YouTube channel. So some bonus content there. Now, two more things, and then we're going to get to our main topic. I got the Royal Rumble card game. Target, all board games are 25% off right now. So I picked this up. Um, I love wrestling. I love board games. And uh, this is a a card drafting game. Um, And uh, I haven't played it yet, but I'm looking forward to it. Two of my favorite things in the world on one table. How cool. And then finally, and then we're going to get to our main topic. See, you guys, well, you guys can't see it, but my board game uh, shelf is right here. And it's gotten very crowded over the Christmas season and will need to be purged or reorganized. Finally, last one. Oh. This is the Princess Bride board game from Ravensburger. Inconceivable, wait, what's happening to my light? Oh. Yeah,
1: autofocus or something
0: that's weird. Yeah, so this is uh, this is the Princess Bride board game, and uh, super excited about this 25% off at Target. Comes with the little miniature figures. I'm so excited.
1: Now, someone made me watch that movie recently because I had made you
0: watch it. it maybe well, watch
1: it because apparently it was one of his favorite movies of all time so he was like you have to watch this and i was like okay <laughs> yeah i know i feel so out of the loop i don't Wait. know the video and then i just recently watched the princess bride
0: do 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 you did you love it
1: it was funny it was a little it was quirky um
0: you do you know that it is the most quoted movie of all time
1: That's what he told me. That's why I had to watch it.
0: And Scott Hitchcock says, Yeah, man. I'm assuming that was a a Macho Man reference. Oh, yeah. Can you dig it? Bang, bang. I love Macho Man Savage. He's my all time favorite. Favorite, favorite. Greatest of all time. All right. So, Aubrey. Oh, I also got this Cobra Kai. Oh, I still have to watch that show. Strike first, strike hard. No mercy, sir. Yeah, I um, made a yeah. friend
1: on Twitter that loves that show, and I have to watch it. Apparently, so.
0: yeah. Well, I love that show. I started it last night, and you know, I've got to be honest with you. Um, I I don't like binging shows. I, right. I fight really hard not to do it um, because I always feel this empty hole in my soul when I'm done. Because I'm like, what do I do now? Right. So I try to savor it. And I've got to admit, I watched the first five episodes last night. I couldn't stop. And, and you know, when, well, I don't want to give spoilers away, but it was pretty epic. And <clears throat> um, I didn't want to stop. Now, before we get to our main title, we got some uh, sponsors that I need to acknowledge. So uh, the Further Adventures of the League of Impossibleists. My webcomic with uh, my cosplay group, Further le- the Further Adventures of the League of is that's available on Patreon at patreon.com slash impossibilists. We are also brought to you this morning by Hot Sockets. They're <laughs> so good, they'll leave you speechless and possibly unconscious.
1: Oh, Lord.
0: <laughs> All right, Aubrey. Time to talk about the best of 2020. And... Um, We'll start with you. Um, I asked you guys, you know, what your favorites were of 2020, and for board uh, for video games, you said that you thought the best game of 2020 was this. Yes, Ghost of Tsushima. Yes. Tell us why this is better than The Last of Us Two, or. Um, I guess Final Fantasy VII, the remaster, came out this year. And uh, uh, Cyberpunk 2077, I guess we don't even have to talk about that that one. (laughs) So why is this better than The Last of Us 2? Because The Last of Us 2 got the the media critic vote for best of the year.
1: Uh, Ghost of Tsushima had a very compelling story. It was um, it was made by Western developers, but they um, tackled the Japanese culture, uh, especially around that time period, very well. I'm big on Japanese culture, so of course, um, the open world was very immersive it was beautiful. In fact, I have pictures of the, <laughs> it on my phone because that they have a photo mode where you can, uh, I, which I did spend a lot of my time, I'm not even gonna lie, um, because the landscapes, the sky, everything just looks so realistic and beautiful. Um, so I, um, I think the only way you can get the pictures off of PlayStation is by tweeting them. So I had to save them from my tweets. But uh anyway, it had a very compelling story, really good writing, very good uh main character. Um Sucker Punch just really like hit a home run with it, to be completely honest. Um
0: now is is the does the game itself look as beautiful as that cover art?
1: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: Because just this cover art alone makes me want to play it. And I'm not a gamer.
1: Um, le- um, I could probably scroll through here and find my big collection of uh, landscape pictures.
0: Well, while you're doing that, I'm going to acknowledge some comments here. Scott Hitchcock says, appropriate with Cobra Kai that you fight really hard. That's right. And Anthony Sakovich says, what show are you talking about? Just tuned in. Well, uh, we were talking about Cobra Kai, season three. We're also going to talk about some other TV shows here in a minute. Uh, Carlin Stewart says, hmm, Walgreens, Targets, and Comics and Collectibles. Hashtag darn you. (laughs) And Scott Hitchcock says, Hot Sockets, they will fork you up. That's good, Scott. That's (laughs) real good.
1: Hopefully YouTube doesn't uh, <laughs> strike that one.
0: No, no, it shouldn't. It shouldn't.
1: Oh, here we go. Uh, I can probably show them in the, uh, here we go. I had to go to Twitter to find it because I must have deleted them off my phone.
0: Oh, that's pretty.
1: And That was one of my favorite ones. I took that, oh, God, the reflection.
0: Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, no, that's good. I like that. Those are good looking. So that's that's your um, your pick for best video game of 2020.
1: Yes. Uh, Go on. Sorry. I was going to
0: say, do our viewers agree or disagree? Post your comments and uh, go ahead, Aubrey.
1: Um, I don't like being uh, someone who bashes anything, but I could tell you why I don't believe That Last of Us 2 shouldn't have made it. Now, there are a good portion of people who loved it. Uh, I didn't play the first one, and I've been told to definitely do that. It's one of the best games. Uh, It looks really good, too. Um, The second game, they kind of... uh, You said you have never watched uh, The Walking Dead, correct? Oh, sorry.
0: (laughs) Just before you get into that, uh, you you can spoil it but I just want to give a go- spoiler alert. Right.
1: Um I mean I wasn't going to give super specifics but I'm just going to say they did take a page out of The Walking Dead almost exactly. And I watching compelling characters get taken out the uh, very brutally is harsh. Um that was what uh, steered a lot of people away from The Walking Dead is because they had to watch this guy with a baseball bat named Lucille bash somebody's uh, very loved character's brains in and then he also becomes a main character of the show. And yeah. that, that's A lot of people are going to be steered away from that. That's what the game did is um, the main character you play as in the first game, obviously, uh, gets taken out since you put the spoiler I will go ahead and say it <laughs> um, and the new character uh, that does it you're forced to play as her for the rest of the game or not well a good portion of the game and I, I didn't like that and um, I feel like the narrative was very driven towards a certain political spectrum and um, not political, but you know, social politics or whatever. Yeah,
0: yeah, had an agenda.
1: And, um, the, the a lot of stuff they took out, like originally, uh, Neil Druckmann, I believe, was the director. He took out a lot of his original content because he started listening to a podcast by Anita Sarkeesian. And if nobody knows who she is, uh, oh, I'll tell you about her in just a second. Just, uh, just a quick thing because just to give you an idea, she's very feminist and she tries to judge movies and video games and stuff that she has no business talking about with her progressiveness. Now, being progressive is fine, but she is overkill. And for for those
0: of you watching, Aubrey and I are both on the conservative side of the spectrum, so everything that we do is seen through that lens. So continue. (laughs)
1: Um, Just a quick idea of what Anita Sarkeesian does is, uh, for instance, when the Mandalorian first episode came out, she went to Twitter and got back for this rightfully so, um, that there were no, no women in the first episode or women voices. And if, everybody was just like, did you even watch the rest of the episode or just the first 20 minutes? And then she corrected herself and said, okay, but it took 19 minutes for a woman's voice to be heard.
0: And you know, let's tell the story. Let, let's tell the story and focus on the story. And if a woman isn't part of the story until 19 minutes in, that's the way it is. But let's I forgot. get into all of that.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, I know. But anyway, I'm just giving you an idea of what how uh, repulsive she is because even people that are on that political spectrum can't stand her because she's just overkill. And uh, anyway, so he said I almost made a um, anti woman or unfeminist. Uh, something about uh, anti-feminist game so I had to go back and fix it because basically he he started bowing down to Anita Sarkeesian mm-hmm. and um, one more quick thing is uh, just so I can point this out is everybody who did like the game argues oh well it sold 4 million copies in the first week it was the fastest selling game second week which journalists didn't talk about is that uh Sales dropped down by 85%. And um, then about, I think it was the second month, it was taken off of the um, top 20 of the PlayStation Store. So anyway. Now, that, what, what, what was her name, that reviewer? Uh, Anita Sarkeesian.
0: Anita Sarkeesian. Is Anita Sarkeesian going to attack us on Twitter? She this says run. yes.
1: Did it really? Yes. You're lying.
0: No, it does. It says yes. I can't wait. Oh, I hope she does. Oh, I would oh th- That would
1: be actually be really good because anything she does attack actually gets, gets That's it. That's what I'm
0: saying. That's what I'm saying. I want it. I want it. All right. Any last thoughts on Ghosts of uh, Tsushima? Uh,
1: it dessert. Well, it did get the Player's Choice Award, which... I believe it deserved more then, but you know, it it wasn't what journalists uh, wanted. But uh, it's a great game. Anybody who has a PlayStation Four or anything, definitely, that's the game.
0: Now, Aubrey, do you? Uh, I, I know you're into to sci-fi movies, TV, and, and video games. Do you also read comics?
1: I do not read comics, but I know a lot more than you would expect me to know for not reading them. Okay. A
0: lot. <laughs> well, so comics is a big part of the show. And so the, uh, I wanted to name my top, uh, series for 2020 and there were a lot of good series that came out this year. Um, but I have to give it to adventure man, adventure man. Speaking of strong women, adventure man follows the lead character. Um, I believe her name is Claire. I will have to look that up. Um, who is deaf initially, but she and her son are obsessed with the fictional adventures of Adventure Man, um, which are set in an alternate diesel punk, deco punk, 1920s Chicago, New York. Um, It's kind of an ambiguous city. And um, no, I think it was New York. And uh, through reading the stories she comes across an artifact that gives her the powers and memories of adventure man it turns out the stories were all true Mm -hmm. and it features a great story by matt fraction beautiful art by terry dodson and rachel dodson and it gets my pick for number one series of 2020 now I put this show together before I read Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, The Last Ronin, number one. Um, Last Ronin, number one, is sold out everywhere. It's in its fourth printing. And uh, I happened to get a copy on Wednesday and read it. And I will say that that issue number one, because issue number two doesn't come out until February, is the single best single story that I read in 2020. It's really fantastic. And I don't have a graphic to throw up for Last Ronin, but um, Adventure Man gets my pick for series of the year. Now let's talk TV, a lot of great TV shows. And a lot of people will make the case for Lovecraft Country or um, Queen's Gambit for being the number one, but I gotta go with, and this will be no surprise to you, Aubrey,
1: yeah, I know.
0: <laughs> the Mandalorian. This season was a complete joy for Star Wars fans everywhere. Would yeah. you agree?
1: I I would have to agree. The Before the Mandalorian, I would have to say The Boys was probably the most enjoyable thing I'd watched this year.
0: The Boys was really good. The Boys was this 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 season I did this every episode. <gasps> What? You know, that, that was my face constantly. It shocked me a lot. Yeah. And it was good. Um, before Mandalorian, I would have said uh Queen's Gambit was the best series of the year.
1: My parents watched that and I saw parts of it and it yeah, I could see why it is it pulls people in the way it did.
0: Oh, Aubrey, it is riveting. You need to sit down and focus on it. Because it is it is phenomenal. Phenomenal. But uh, you guys who are watching, what is your pick for the top TV series of 2020? Now, a lot of people will make the case for Lovecraft Country. And it was beautiful. It was maybe the best-looking TV show I have ever seen in my entire I life. I didn't
1: finish it, but I definitely probably should have because it probably would have made more sense towards the end.
0: No, it really doesn't. Oh, <laughs> I, I'm gonna have to watch it again and maybe with subtitles because, and and look, I watched it while I was in the bed with COVID, so I might have had some brain fog going on, but it made zero sense to me. The story did, um, but visually it was gorgeous and um, a lot of people like it. Now you know Aubrey based on just uh, my post Christmas loot. And uh, what I show every week that uh, I'm a big, big, big board game fan. I I don't play video games. I play board games a lot. Now, are you into board games?
1: I uh, haven't played any in forever, but... That would uh, be a no. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and that's okay. Um, I like the physical, tactile interaction between people. Um, that's why I love board games. And... There were a lot of great games that came out this year. And I know that the people who are watching who are maybe Dice Tower fans or follow Tom Vassell on the Dice Tower are not going to agree with my pick at all. But for me, the best board game release this year, for me, was Last Defense.
1: That looks pretty cool, actually.
0: (laughs) It is a really, really fun game. And I did a review of it on our Instagram channel. Um, you can go back and find that. But um, it is, Aubrey, it's a board game that plays like a video game. Um, you are, you, you see the little minifigs, those, those, those are you. You play as townspeople, and the town is being invaded by aliens or monsters or a giant blob. And you have to uh, save the scientists. And bring them back to the plaza to save the city. But here's the deal. It uses an app on your phone.
1: You see Mm -hmm. the phone
0: there? It uses an app that has a 20-minute timer. It has a soundtrack. And as the game is going, news briefs will break in and say, oh, a gelatinous blob has just appeared at the shopping mall. And now you've got a new challenge that you have to face. And it introduces the monsters one at a time. And then it moves them around the board. And it's, you've got 20 minutes as a team to defeat four of the five threats. And it is so much fun.
1: A lot of board games and card games and stuff are doing the app on the phone uh, for group.
0: Well, Stop, yeah, and and I've not liked any of them before, but this one I liked a lot, and and it was the most fun game I played this year. Now, my my, I also got Unmatched, which I love, but that <laughs> came out last year, and Unmatched is not quite, in my opinion, as exciting as Last Defense, but a lot of hardcore gamers are going to say, well, it's just a light game, you know, it's twenty minutes. You know, there's not a lot of strategy. There is strategy, but you're working together. The players are all working together as a team. And I love that. Um, so you either win or you lose together. There's no one winner or one loser, which makes it a I great game. Effort. Yeah, and it makes it a great game for families because no one's going to get their feelings hurt, right? Right. Um, and, yes, it is light, it is, but it's a lot of fun. And that's what I think board games should be is fun. Um, nobody's going to break up the family over that game. Um, So Scott Hitchcock commented on um, Queen's Gambit. He said, I really enjoyed the journey of Queen's Gambit. Yeah, it was an emotional roller coaster and a good one. Um, I really enjoyed it. All right, so we don't talk about this a whole lot on this show, only because we normally don't have time to get to it, Aubrey, but Mm. I'm a huge pro wrestling fan. Oh, <laughs> so I wanted to talk about the pro wrestling superstar of the year. Um, the one who I think is the biggest standout. Now, do you watch wrestling at all?
1: Not since I was little.
0: Okay, that's okay. Um, a lot of people, you know, I even that. played
1: the uh WWE, uh, I think it was WWF uh well that was a thing at one time uh i played that uh game on yeah. playstation 1 <laughs>
0: <laughs> on playstation 1 all right um well i i've been bemoaning for a while that there are no wrestling superstars that are transcending uh wrestling into pop culture and becoming pop culture superstars and when i when i say that what i mean is you know Where are the Hulk Hogan's? Where are the Randy Savage's, the Ric Flair's, Sting, Cold, The Rock? Even John Cena is the last. And that's been, you know, like five years since he's really been an active wrestler. Um, So I keep looking for that next superstar who transcends wrestling into pop culture. And this year, there was one WWE wrestler that stood out. Heads and heads and tails above the rest. Uh, and this will create controversy. Fans are going to argue with me, but I'm going to give this to Mercedes Vernado Sasha Banks. Now, if she looks familiar, Aubrey, that's kind of does she was the um uh character in The Mandalorian with Bo Katan. She, oh, okay. So she appeared on three episodes of The Mandalorian. Was it three or two?
1: I think it was two.
0: Yeah, it feels like three, but it was two. Yeah. Um, And she is the one who was equally matched with Boba Fett in the finale. And, you know, one of the things that Jon Favreau and Dave Filoni and the rest of the directorial team on The Mandalorian are doing is letting the performers let their natural talent shine. And she is... An amazing athlete. She's incredibly physical in the ring. And they let her bring that to The Mandalorian. That was her doing all of those stunts and fight sequences, just like Gina Carano and uh, Ming Na Wen are doing their own fight scenes and stunts. Um, So.
1: it did kind of uh I'll I'll just say uh that moment, I was just like, No, no, not Boba Fett. You you can't take Boba Fett. And then it was just like, oh wait, no, never mind, I guess you can.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Sasha Banks, uh Mercedes Bernardo is my top superstar of 2020. Um hey, I need to acknowledge a, a super fan of ours uh while the rest of our viewing audience gets there. Uh, comments together. This uh, episode is brought to you by Cindy Kepp. Author
1: Cindy Kepp is writing on the edge. Books include Remnant in the Stars, The Loudest Actions, Lines of Succession, Mindstorm, Condemned Courier, the Yerushalon series and Animal Eye. Find author Cindy Kepp at com today.
0: And we are also brought to you by my new course in ventriloquism. You can be a ventriloquist in one day, it's never been easier. It's only $49.95 for the complete course, complete instructions, but your dummy is not included. Get yours today.
1: I imagine dummies aren't cheap. The uh, Or maybe they are. I don't know. I, I wouldn't think they would be cheap for a good quality one.
0: <laughs> You're adorable. All yeah, right. I know, I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, so we got about 10 minutes. We want to talk about a couple of other things. I want to talk about this.
1: Uh, that's gotten a lot of flack. Uh, I I uh, tried to watch a uh, video from that guy I told you about, Yellow Flash, and he was going over about how uh, it's not getting a lot of good reception. I like the color scheme, though.
0: Well, so it's not, and and, and – You know, I don't know why Marvel chose to make this like an event. And it's coming in, I think, February or March, this new costume. And it's specific to a specific storyline where Spider-Man is going up against the Kingpin um, in some big fight. Again? Again, yeah. I mean, he's one of the rogues gallery. But here's the thing. This this is a new look for Spider-Man, but it's going to be temporary. Look at this. These are the other outfits Spider-Man has had. Over the years,
1: yeah, yeah, but well, people do find things to whine about, and they
0: do. It's so toxic,
1: and I really don't think that the uh, this one is that bad. It's actually a pretty decent design.
0: Well, you know that uh, this will be downloadable, uh, a downloadable skin for the Spider-Man games. Ooh, and,
1: that actually is kind of exciting. <laughs> yeah, and
0: and gamers are gonna go nuts over this.
1: Yeah, actually, it probably will look really cool, especially with the ray tracing graphics that they've implemented in the uh, last two, the remaster of the first Spider-Man, Marvel Spider-Man, and the Miles Morales. Yeah. I wonder if it's going to be in Miles Morales or the remaster.
0: It'll I'll be in the remaster probably, but um, we got a couple of comments here, a couple more comments. Um, let's see. Carlin Stewart says, I am prices well. I don't know what that means, Carlin. Oh, you are priced well. I figured
1: he meant priced, yeah.
0: So I still don't know what that means, though. You're priced well, Carlin?
1: I could come up with a couple jokes, but I won't.
0: (laughs) Hmm. Oh, wait, it's because... Um, Aubrey, you said dummies aren't cheap and Carly oh. said, I am priced well.
1: When I said that, I was like, oh, somebody can make a joke out of that very easily.
0: Well, yep. the, the joke is that the ventriloquist is wearing a surgical mask and so is the dummy. That's why it's so oh. easy to become a ventriloquist. You completely missed the joke and that's why I said you were adorable, but that's okay.
1: I, I, it, sometimes things go over my head.
0: That's right. Carlin's <laughs> dummy is affordable. Uh, um, so uh, in our last few minutes, Aubrey, um, I can't believe we've already been here almost an hour. It yeah, feels I like know. Blind, first day with my new tongue, uh, bye in the blink of an eye. Yeah. Um, but, um, uh, you know, a lot of people are complaining about how awful 2020 is. And I have this to say, or was, You know, a year is just a demarcation on the calendar to demark a certain passage of time. A year in and of itself cannot be good or bad. There are events that happen during that time period that can be challenges and opportunities, um, things that, you know, hone us or break us. Um, But it's, it's the way we react to those things that Mm. can be good or bad. And we have complete control over that. You know, I almost died with COVID, but, you know, I used it as an opportunity to pivot and make some life choices, uh, changes that are going to improve my quality of life and the uh, relationships with my friends and family. And, um, you know, will allow me to do more things like going to dinner with friends and going to movies and going on road trips with friends and, Um, You know, spending time – I spent the last two days with my son, um, which isn't something I've been able to do in years. Uh, Scott Hitchcock says comedy is hard. Yes, it is, Scott. That's why I don't do it because my mom told me I'm not funny. Um, But, (laughs) Aubrey, we talked about this last week, um, what was the best and worst of 2020 – But what was the one thing or a couple of things in 2020 that happened or came out or that you saw or did that you just really thought were great? Mm. Now, I told you to be thinking about this in advance. Uh,
1: I know. I know. I'm sorry. Um, Really? those two games were the only thing (laughs) and the shows and the shows that came out during 2020 were probably the ones that we've talked about and maybe a couple others that I've watched. And
0: and you became a co-host of a very growing in popularity podcast.
1: That too. That too. Very, very true. Even though I've only been here for like a month, but.
0: (laughs) Well, we've only been here for, for like a month. This is our sixth or seventh episode now. So um, I've only been on
1: four. This is my fourth one. I know,
0: but you couldn't control last week.
1: I know. (laughs) And and
0: I did two episodes before I uh, three episodes before I asked anyone to to join as a permanent co-host. So um, yeah, so you you've been here and and fans are loving you. And
1: um, I talk too much, though.
0: (laughs) No, you don't. No, 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 no. Listen, if anyone talks too much, it's me. I can dominate the conversation very easily. And I, I'm trying to be really cognizant of that and making sure that you and Dee and all of our other guests get more time. Um, and Carlin says, I knew you when. Yes, Carlin has been an, uh, a very longtime friend of mine, at least 10 years um, out of Memphis. Um, all right. Well, what do you want to see happen or do or experience or accomplish in 2021?
1: Uh... You are great. Uh nothing that is of the topics today, mainly just go back to school. Go back to school and uh uh major in psychology, but I don't know I don't want to do online classes, so I'm just hoping for you know not having to do that. That's mainly my main goal.
0: All right, all right. Well, so for me 2020, um we uh yeah, there were a lot of things that were challenges. Um, you know, I didn't even talk about what I thought the best movie of 2020 was. Um, some good movies came out, but we got two of the best um, direct for free for Disney Plus subscribers, Onward and Soul. Soul was absolutely the number one movie of 2020. I'll fight anyone who wants to argue with me about that. Um, My
1: sister said that too.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It, fantastic movie. The best of 2020. Um, and and you know, uh, we we got the opportunity to reassess what is important to us amidst shutdowns and lockdowns, and you know, political rivalries, and you know, we we really had to, as a as a society uh, come to the table and say, this is important. This isn't important. And I think that's a good thing. I Um, think it is true in 2021. My goal is to grow this podcast to over 40,000 listeners to travel more, to eat more good food, to spend more time with friends and family. And, um, you know, my, my new book night, Rike will be coming out this year in 2021. Um, We'll finish the League of Impossibilists webcomic, and it will be published in print sometime in 2021. So I've got a lot of goals, but the one thing that I want to see, I want to see an end to toxic fandom. I am tired of fans destroying what they say they love, and I want to see an end to that. So that's my prayer. That's my hope and prayer. Magic 8-Ball, will Cancel we see culture.
1: This needs to go down a notch, too.
0: Yeah, that, that's part of Toxic Fandom, cancel culture. Okay. Will Toxic Fandom vanish in 2020? No. So, reply hazy, try again.
1: <laughs> I was will,
0: will Toxic Fandom vanish in 2020? Yes, definitely. The Magic 8-Ball has spoken. So that's what oh, I'm dude. looking forward to. And with that, guys, we are at the end of the hour. Can you believe it? Um, and normally, I would go longer, Aubrey, but I've got to get ready to head out to Louisville this morning, and I've yep. got people showing up to jump in the battle wagon and uh, head normally on. Normally, I
1: would want to go longer too, but I have to work today, so yep. I understand. So,
0: so a lot of good stuff. And you guys watching, please continue to comment. Uh, Please continue to share this video. If you like it, if you like our show, share it with two or 300 of your closest friends and family. We are on Facebook. We're on uh, Instagram, uh, Cereal Box Podcast. Of course, YouTube, Back of the Cereal Box. We're also on iTunes and Spotify. Um, Just do a search for Back of the Cereal Box. And um, the other thing that I'm looking forward to in 2021, Aubrey, and hopefully next week we'll be able to do a public reveal of our brand new logo. Oh And, yeah. and we're going to be recording a theme song. And it, the theme song goes something like this. It's know. like Coca-Cola, Levi Strauss, Johnny Carson, and Mickey Mouse. The first Star Wars, James Dean, Elvis Presley, a yeah, still the king. Yeah, something Oh, thank you. <laughs> Some things are only imitatable. You can't be that original. That's going to be our opening theme song. Looking for uh, the right people to record it with. Hopefully, the murdering crows will be able to contribute. <laughs> and uh, Aubrey, uh, you will be singing with it with Dee. And um, I'm going to get Jr. Auto. You want sing. the
1: song to be butchered, don't you?
0: No, I want to have the whole chorus in the background. It'll be awesome. It'll be fantastic. All right. Well, guys and gals, that is it. So, like I said, if you like the show, share it. If you're on YouTube, post a comment. Please subscribe to the channel. If you're on Facebook, like it, comment, share this video, and until the next time, love you, mean it. We'll catch you on the